the New York Gun Guys. We're here. Yes. We're here. We are. Uh, check us out. Facebook, Instagram. Taylor's been posting on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I've been trying to keep up. You don't have to tell people that we've been on a hiatus every week. I feel like we have to because we haven't been on mic in a while, man. So? Well, got to keep them informed. If I was going on and I read that, and be like, oh, I don't, what's the point of following these guys? They're never around. Well, I just want to make sure that they at least see some content. Well, yeah, but if they go radio, if we go radio silent, and well, no, I'm just saying like you could post stuff, and but you don't have to like apologize for oh. being busy every day. Like, who cares? Just post the shit. No. I feel the like people, some people who listen will understand that you have a child. I work in a very busy area, and you know what? We, Our schedules are completely opposite. And you know what? Actually, it, like tw- like twelve <laughs> hours apart. And you know what? And if and if they <laughs> don't listen, they don't understand. Then screw them. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Screw them. I but, agree. Uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking around. Um, thanks for commenting and liking. Yeah, all the posts we've had some people send some pictures our way from the yeah. range and, you know, people commenting yeah. that they went out shooting or they did this or they got this. And yeah. uh, it's a so, lot of fun to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, we, we do appreciate that. So uh, keep keep liking the post. Keep showing us you're out there. It actually it actually reminds us that, hey, people actually give a shit what we have to say. So <laughs> I know. Right. Back. Yeah. It's nice. Um, a nice feeling yeah it is um you can check out some other episodes on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify anywhere else you can find a podcast at this point pretty sure we're there yeah um yeah they pick up our feed yeah and um yeah i don't know he's been busy man i know i know and you know what's funny like every time i text john like or he texts me it's like oh man i got this or i got work and then you know i get off work and he's getting ready for work or right. on the weekends he's got like family stuff going on. I got family stuff going on. And then it's, so, you know, not that, not that this isn't a priority, but you know, other things unfortunately have to come first. (laughs) Yeah, man. The summer's busy. Oh, it is. It is. I got to assume for both, both of our industries. Yeah, no, it definitely is. I, I also used to work different hours. Now I, I, my schedule changed. So I go into work earlier than normal. So I used to come in in the morning before I go to work, like today, like noon though. Yeah. I used to go into work like around like, you know, noon. Yeah. And um, so that left me plenty of time in the morning to get out here. But, uh, you know, I go into work earlier now, so my, my schedule changed. And John's schedule still remain the same, so yeah. <laughs> our schedules kind of overlap a little bit. It's going to be tough, too, because, you know, I'd be getting home at, like, like 9.15. Yeah. I'm going to be able to – Yep. It's really going to have to be on one of your days off. Which Yeah, which is the weekend. So Yeah. <laughs> but which w- the weekend is like the busiest time for uh, me. I know. Because we got to get everything done. Well, yeah, I mean, just like as far as work is concerned, because mm, yeah. that's when the people come out to play. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But we, uh, we, you know, while we were off mic for a little while, we did some pretty eventful things. Um, mm. Earlier in the month, uh, we went to Machine Gun Shoot, Pennsylvania. Yeah, we did. Yeah, so John uh, John came with this time. This would be my technically third machine gun shoot that I've been to, and uh, I had a f- great time as usual. Um, yeah. Very awesome, very fun. John, how did you enjoy it? Uh, it was pretty cool, man. Yeah. Not going to lie. I didn't think I would enjoy it that much, but it was a lot of fun. Um, it was very hot. Yeah, it was It uh, was very hot that I spent day. way too much money. You know, well, honestly, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd go again. I, I would go again, but I don't know if I would really do much. Well, that was kind of like me this time. Like, there was a few things I wanted to definitely shoot, but, like, I didn't, like, blow a lot of cash like I did, like, mm. the first couple of times. Yeah. You know, so um, so we went to Monroton, Pennsylvania, to the Shooter's Garment Machine Gun Shoot. It was June 5th. Uh, we went Saturday. And me, John, and some buddies went. And uh, it was my second time there. It was a lot of fun. Um, a lot of cool guns. Just, I mean, just being around that much, like, uh, you know, heavy fucking machine guns yeah and i'm pretty sure taylor like, had like a chub oh yeah the whole time bro. as soon as he walked in he was just like it was as soon was, as we parked we he heard the roar of the miniguns and my fucking <laughs> rod just you know started Ugh, <laughs> so gross yeah yeah but um no it's like it's I, I don't even know how to describe it it's basically a firing line of about 60 pop-up tents. it sounds like fucking like the sound of it sounds like hail yeah, like from does. a distance, yeah. like you know, like what hail sounds like, yeah. and, or jeez, uh, I mean, like just heavy rains. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It just sounds like constant, full auto, 
firing with non it's just nonstop. Yeah, because like one gunshot is like a pop, but you know, fully automatic, it's more like a like a droning noise kind of yeah. like a loud droning noise. It was cool. It was. Um, John, what guns did you get to shoot? What what guns did you did you pick out? Yeah, what did I end up shooting? Full auto Glock. That was pretty cool. Yeah, with the shoulder stock. Super controllable. Yeah, yeah. It had the shoulder stock on very, it. Thankfully. Yeah. Well, they were very concerned mm. uh, about controllability, I guess, because yeah. they were like, we we they they wouldn't let us do like a thirty round mag in it, which I thought was kind of strange. Well, you know, they might have had. I mean, obviously it's their gun, but you know they might have had some instances of somebody not being able to control it, or it's you know, possible. I get it's it. Possible. I get it to some degree. The Glock is a little wily um, if you're not prepared for it. I guess. Um, I just I felt like it was pretty controllable. Yeah, with the shoulder stock, it is yeah. definitely. But like it compared to, I mean, it's only nine millimeter. But compared to right. the other guns I shot, like super controllable. It's just got a really high rate of fire, and some people are really unprepared for it. I think a full yeah. auto Glock shoots around a thousand to twelve hundred rounds a minute. That's awesome. Um, it was. So you did three ten round mags out of that. I did two. Oh, you did two? I thought you did three. I did two. It was cool. Oh, um, I did the uh, Thompson. Machine yes. gun, yeah, with the, with the drum mag, with the drum mag, yeah, yeah that, that was, was really cool, <laughs> and that was and that was like one of my bucket list guns. Yeah. Um, it's probably like my only real bucket list gun until I got there, and I was like, oh no, there's there's other <laughs> shit, <laughs> there's other shit. <laughs> um, what else? I ended up shooting a um an MP40, right, which, which was not working properly. Yeah, it was definitely an old gun. Um, it looked like the recoil spring, and it probably was very weak. So right. halfway through, the gun just kind of kept jamming up. So they actually gave you a choice of another gun. They did, which was very nice. Of them. Yeah, I think went that with the uh, M14. Yes, the full auto M14, which that one definitely. Uh, had some power behind oh it. That God. was really cool. Full auto 308, man. Yeah. And then I shot a AK yes. with the uh, M249 yeah. belt fed. Yeah, 50 rounds of M249, yeah, I think that baby. was it, though. Yeah, that was it for you. Yeah. Man. Pretty sure that was <laughs> it. That's what I shot. That was lo- it was a lot of fun. It was cool. Did you like the AK? The AK definitely f- was cool. Yeah. yeah. I will say. I had some bruising from it, though, because yeah. it didn't have a wooden stock. I shot one with like a wi- like a folding. steel yeah. wire folding stock. Yeah. You definitely feel it. But um, I love the no, it was cool. Days. It was very yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. I shot. Um, I posted up some videos to the Facebook page. I wound up shooting a. Uh, well, like John, I shot the fifty round belt out of the two forty nine saw, which was fucking cool. The guy, it was funny because John was like, you know, John went before me, and he's like, you know, can so I shoot this like standing up? Yeah, yeah. They yeah, had they had the gun on on the bench, yeah, on a right? table, obviously, but it's like set up to shoot. So I said to the guy, like, like he, you know, he loads it all up. And I'm like, hey, man, like, can I lift it up off the table or do I have to leave it down? He was just like, I don't give a fuck what you do. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, oh, OK, like you can see me in the video. Uh, yeah. Just I'm like, cool. Like, so yeah. I just pick it up and all you hear in the video is Taylor go, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it was it was really you know, cool. shoulder fire a bell fed 249. I mean, I uh, think I would go next time and fire it from the hip, though. <laughs> Just spray the car. They would not care. <laughs> no, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, what's cool? Um, what's cool about because you mentioned the car, like yeah. downrange, it's like a little, like a little creek, and then downrange, yeah, like pond. It's like fucking. They like set up cars and all sorts of targets, like but like obviously, you're not like really trying to hit anything accurately. It's just for the experience of shooting, and um, like the cars were like engulfed in flames <laughs> and burning. I was like, oh my god, like what the fuck is going it's on? Fucking cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, so I I also shot the 249, like I said, and I picked it up and shoulder fired it. And uh, I put a video up on the Facebook page so you can see it. And at the end of the video, I just have like this, like this Joker from Batman smile on my fucking face. Um, I shot the 249. I shot a full auto HKG3 308. I shot a um, M2 carbine, uh, World War II 30 carbine, M2 carbine, which is pretty cool. It it felt like. it felt like a nine millimeter with a little more kick, in all honesty. Um, and then I shot. Oh man, what else did I shoot? It was a while ago. The anti tank gun. Yeah, well, that's what I was getting to. But I think I, I shot a gun in between that. Um, I can't remember, but it'll it'll come to me. You know, what? let me scroll through my phone as I'm talking here, real quick, and I'll, I'll tell you. Um, but the, the one gun that I really wanted to shoot was the Finnish Lottie L39 20 millimeter anti tank cannon, which was. Ah, uh, it was badass, man. I mean, I gotta say, it was fucking cool. I really wanted to shoot that last time, and um, the problem is, it's like a hundred dollars a shot. Yeah, which, you know, it's that's that's a lot of money, just you know, for one for one bang, basically. 
but you know it's it's a dream gun of mine it's a bucket list gun and uh, i did it and it was fucking cool and um i don't know if i'd do it again just because of the cost of it but definitely bucket list gun experience and yeah. i shot it at a car um yeah. if um if you've been on the facebook page a lot of you must have seen it. It reached 4,356 people. Right, because I shared it to a uh, a page that I belong to, a Curio and Relics uh, collecting page. Yeah. Because technically it is a CNR uh, right. gun. Right. It's from World War II, so mm-hmm. I shared that. Which, you know, they're, they're out there. There was actually two at the event. One guy had one privately there, and then the other one was available to shoot. Um, they're out there. I think the Finns only made like 20,000 of them now, so... Uh, there's a good bit of them in the U.S., and people actually do shoot them. Yeah. And you can reload them, too. Well, yeah, the guy was saying that he reloads them. Yeah, the, the case was about... Four, he, I, I asked him, oh, can I keep the, the the case, you know, the spent case? He's like, oh, it's $40. And I'm like, well, I get it. You reload it, so that's, you know, that's no problem. Yeah. But, um... Well, yeah. I get it, man. They, they It probably cost them 40 bucks to actually get a brand oh new one out because they get a milled out or whatever it is. Well, yeah, that like one looked like it was CNC. That, that case looked like it was, like, CNC made. Because mm-hmm. the original ones are probably getting worn out, so they, they make new ones. Right. They have to, like, machine them out. Um, but, yeah, so that, that gun was was really fucking cool. And, I mean, the concussion from that fucking gun was just insane. Right. It was the, insane. The video does it no justice as no. far as, like, the... Uh, obviously, it doesn't translate the concussion wave. Right. But even the sound of it, like, it doesn't come through on See, the... See, I was, I was standing... I was behind the gun, so I was yeah. shooting it, but... I don't think I get the full experience that other people got. No, it was it was great. It felt like somebody punched me in the chest. <laughs> it was awesome. I would never shoot it. A hundred bucks is yeah, that's way too much, dude. But for me, it was like I got to load it too. So I mean, I knew how to load it. Sure. And because uh, I've I've seen plenty of videos on it, and mm-hmm. um, the video from Ian McCollum and Forgotten Weapons on the the L thirty nine. He sh- he goes over everything, how to load it, where to put your hands, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, so. they don't get cut off? Well, yeah. So what happens is in where the trigger is, you know, where the pistol grip is, there's a there's a metal plate in front of it. And what happens is people, if you put your hands in front of it, the brass comes right. out and hits that. Oh, probably And so well, it'll fucking well, take your finger off, Didn't probably. the fucking uh, the brass popped out, hit you yeah, right in the balls, Yeah, hit me in right? the balls, That's yeah. awesome. Because it was up on a tripod. So <laughs> this fucking guy gets hit in the nuts. Yeah. Pays a hundred dollars to get hit in the nuts, basically. <laughs> hey man, some people pay that, you know. <laughs> a lot of people pay more than that. Yeah, to get, to get, hit, to get, get their nuts beat. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it was definitely an enjoyable event. I don't think I shot any other firearms. I just think yeah. it was a few because yeah. honestly, like I've shot a lot of the, the machine guns that I've already wanted to shoot previously. Right. And right. then, you know, I money was a little tight after especially shooting after that uh after shooting that finish L thirty nine. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, honestly, I love shooting AKs. I love that. Um, but, you know, I, I didn't really want to spend the extra money. And then, you know, we drove back, had some lunch. It was, yeah. it, was nice. it was like six hours there, six hours back. Yeah, well, God, my on the way back, my GPS, for some reason, was set to oh, avoid wait. highways. I got to tell this story. S- yeah. This is a classic Taylor <laughs> fucked it all up story. I, I, it was my so, phone that fucked up. I, Taylor, hold on. So, Taylor... We have. There's a little backstory. Taylor went to Mexico and, like, <laughs> like in like like a true idiot, jumps in the fucking pool with his phone in his pocket, and is like in there for like ten minutes. Yeah. Then he gets out. And he's like, "Oh no, my phone was in my pocket." So instead of being like normal, bringing it to like a real Apple store or whatever. Where like, the ba- fuck is there an Apple store in fucking Playa del Carmen, well, Mexico? If you let me finish my sentence, motherfucker. Okay, I said like in the U.S. Yeah. He brings it to like a knockoff, like counterfeit Apple parts store. No, like it was just a cell phone no. repair place. Yeah, okay. it was just like you have up here. It was a normal cell phone repair store, and which nobody goes to because it's fucking counterfeit. Everyone parts. was there, bro. It was busy. They do a lot of business there. Okay, so that's and irre- on the Google reviews irrelevant. that I went that I looked up, a lot of Americans. That's the only reason I went there. Americans were like, got my phone wet, phone got cracked, yep. mm-hmm. whatever, took it there and got mm-hmm. it fixed. Well, I hope you left a review. I didn't. A negative yeah. one. No, you should. No. So. Whatever. He gets it all fixed. He brings it back here and he's telling me like, oh, I got it fixed with like, you know, in Mexico. I was like, wow, using like counterfeit Mexican parts. And he's like, it works great. He's I mean, like, everything works great except for the sleep button and the home button. I'm like the two most fucking. Yeah, the home button things. and the flash don't work. Right. So he so he's like, um, no, 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 it's fine. So now we're like on our way to or we, we get there to the uh, shooter's gauntlet. And it's like super hot. You know, he's got his phone out taking pictures videos and videos. And, and he's like, oh, no, my phone's fucking up. 
and like, it's like glitching out. It's bugging out. It's like opening and closing apps everywhere. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's because you got it fixed with counterfeit phone parts. And he's like, no, that's not the reason. <laughs> I'm like, that's 100%. Nah, it it just does that sometimes. No, no. I'm lucky I still have a fucking phone right now. Anyway, so... I'm like, it's because it's in the heat, dude. Like, it's in the, directly in the sun. You got these counterfeit parts, and it's just, like, put in your pocket. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying part. to, like, I'm trying to close the app. I'm like, so eventually, whatever, it it starts to work again. Right. We do the shooter's gauntlet. Great time. Now we, we, we go to go back to our, our buddy's house where we had to drop him off. In Pennsylvania. Yeah, and... It's like we're like going through all these fucking back roads. We're in the middle of nowhere with no cell reception, right. driving through these country farm right. roads. Yeah, like some weird shit. And I'm like, like I you don't ne- remember taking this yeah, way like here. Yeah, like you never know if you're going to take the wrong turn, end up on someone's driveway, and they're going right. to come up to you with like shotguns. I mean, like, yeah. what are you doing here, boy? Middle of so, nowhere. Yeah, so we're like, and we knew that there was a car accident on one of the main roads or a couple of them. So we kind of figured, oh, maybe we're just getting rerouted, whatever. Right. So it's like three hours back to their house. Nah, like, I'd say it was at least an hour and a half. It was over two hours, dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Two hours. We'll go with two hours to make you yeah. feel better. So it was John about... Denver was playing in my head as we were driving. <laughs> so, and it's it was great. So we get there. We say goodbye to them. We drop them off. And then Taylor like goes to like queue us up to go home back to uh, Long Island. And it was like four, four hours. hours. <laughs> and I was like, nah, dude. I was like, not a chance. No no shot. So I opened my phone and I Google it. I put it into maps. And it's like two hours. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, your phone is fucked. What's wrong with your phone? And he's like, I don't understand. At some point during the glitching of his phone... His like, what do you use? Waze or I used Google Go- Maps. Google Maps opened up and I must got have... into the settings and yeah. switched the fucking setting avoid to highways. avoid highways. <laughs> so this, oh my god, we were driving through the country back roads of Pennsylvania, avoiding highways <laughs> because he all because he had to bring his phone to get counterfeit parts. Listen, I'm lucky I still have a phone, man, and um. Will you go get a new fucking phone? I I was planning on it, and then uh, I might need to wait a little bit. I'm going to try and make this one last. It's an God, inconvenience. There's something wrong with you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you you need psych help. Well, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> no, I am perfectly fine. I just want to try and make this last. I, in Mexico, yep. it cost me like $285 to get the phone repaired. Cool. He said the it's mother- not repaired. He said it's the- not fucking repaired. It's working. Don't you, don't you dare say that the phone is fucking repaired. Don't you dare it's, it's say working. it. It's working. Yeah. To get the phone barely functional, it cost you $250. He saved everything on my phone, Fuck all my pictures, all my videos. Um, You know, that's really what I wanted most. You know, I have a lot of pictures of my son and videos of my son. So and- be normal and put that shit on your computer. I do. I back it up. God damn. But not often. Well, do it often. I know. It, it's a but problem. But don't you dare sit here and tell me that your phone is fixed. <laughs> it's <Okay>. mostly fixed. <laughs> it's like it's 70% working. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a flash, uh, and, the, and the power button doesn't work. And the home button doesn't work. Well, my, my phone doesn't have a home button. It's it, it has that. Oh, so your screen doesn't work either. No, my screen works. It's just I have that like accessible dot on my phone, so if I want to like lock the screen, I have to go into like a, a menu or two. Oh, because you don't have that little. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. I, so I, like, I, I have the accessible dot, so I go device right. and then lock screen. I could restart it. I could take a screenshot. Yeah. Right. 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 But it's just. Yeah. 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 You know. Well, that's yeah. That acts like the old home button. Right. Pretty much. I got you. Yeah, it's an accessibility so. feature. <laughs> so we recommend going to the Shooter's Gauntlet. Um, check them out on their website, yeah, whatever the website is. Twice a year. Yeah, it's pretty um, cool. I don't know. Maybe I'll go next time. They also have a range. They also have a, a couple of lanes where you can bring your own guns to shoot. A couple of guys brought their own machine guns, like in the public lane there. Right. And, uh, open carry, you could bring your own gun to shoot. I was thinking of bringing a gun just to kind of be like ironic, like bring like a, like a bolt action or a Mosin or something, but I didn't. I didn't want to deal with it. You know, it was too hot there to deal with. It that. was, it was, and I didn't want to have to clean my guns after. Which, I mean, you know, I, I clean my guns. It's just like it's just another thing to do. Taylor, yes, tell me about S thirteen A. S thirteen A. All right, we're getting uh, into some laws. Yeah, now. titled uh, Scott J Beagle, the Unfinished Firearms Act. This is going to be Senate Bill S thirteen A. I don't. Did we talk about this? We did. There's, there's an up. This is an update. Yeah, this is uh, an updated one. So it was quick the up, assembly. Quick update. Yeah, it was the assembly bill A two six six six, and it was the Senate bill S seven seven six two. 
Um, and now it's S13A. Right, because it, it passed the Senate and right. the Assembly. So it's got one more step, and then it gets signed by the governor. Oh, boy. Um, this is the one that basically um, it makes... It re- well, I'm going to read the, the summary quick. It relates to unfinished f- frames or receivers, establishes the crimes of criminal sale of an unfinished frame or receiver in the first and second degrees at class D&E felony. Um, you know, we, we spoke about this, and it basically, reading the general idea of the bill here, it said, would prohibit the possession of unfinished frames and receivers by persons other than those required to be a licensed gunsmith. It would also create crimes of criminal sale of an unfinished frame or receiver in the first and second degree. So basically, a piece of metal that could be made into a firearm if you own that, would be a felony. So, who, what, what's the step this is waiting on now? Signature it's, from the governor. It's one more step. It doesn't say here. It here. Let me let me turn my phone here and show you. So it passed the the Senate and the Assembly. It's got one more step, and then the governor. I don't know what. What that, are the What are the odds of this getting passed? Oh, very very much so. Hundred percent. Yeah, if it passed <laughs> the Senate and the Assembly, definitely. It's not good, man. Um, no, it is not good. Now, my problem with this is they're regulating something that's not technically a firearm. They're regulating a piece of metal. They're regulating yeah. an idea. They're regulating um, something that is constitutionally. It's gonna get overturned. <sighs> Listen, man. Sup- the New York State Supreme Court, hundred percent. No way. Yeah, 100%. I, I don't, I don't believe. I think so. so. I think they just recently overturned. They recently overturned um, the uh, that uh, city council, New York City council council bill for the diaphragm law. That was passed right after George Floyd. I don't know what that is. Do you want to like, elaborate? Yeah. So basically, right after the whole thing happened with George Floyd, with yeah. the knee and whatever your beliefs are, they are. Right. Um, we're not going to get into that, but the um, you know, the this New York City Council looked at that and said, you know what, we need we need a bill or we need a law saying that if the police officers even accidentally touch the neck, back, diaphragm with their arms, uh, with their knees, whatever it is that they need to be charged criminally. So they passed it, like, really quickly, obviously. They, obviously. They, they passed it really with no quick. no regard to thought and common Correct. sense. And it was, like, it was super vague, right? So right. it was pretty much, like, any contact with the neck, diaphragm, back of any person right. charged with a crime. Doesn't matter if it was accidental. Doesn't matter if the person's resisting. Doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter what it is. If it happens, if your elbow just touches them, that's it. You're, you can technically be charged with a crime. So... Um, that's obviously a big problem because when oh, people yeah. resist, you can't. Who knows what happens? Right. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying like you, if you're standing on someone's back, like you're not an asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but like if you accident, common it, sense, right? Cor- correct. So interaction this between gets two passed, people. This gets passed. Everything happens. You know, um, and it just got. It just went to. Oh, the uh, actually all the ADAs in the city or the DA, the big DAs, all agreed that they weren't going to prosecute any police okay. officers for this. But that's good. But. You can't really trust right. them either, right? Public Cause it's, pressure because it's still written into law. <clears throat> so yeah. just recently, New York State Supreme Court overturned it. Oh, that's good. They overturned it and they said that it was unconstitutionally vague the way it was written, and it's, yeah. now it's no longer in existence. Well, so don't put it past, don't put it past the New York State Supreme Court to overturn things that are unconstitutional. Let me say this: when it comes to gun laws, I don't think they've overturned anything. <laughs> okay, but, so but this could be—I mean, this could be the first it, one. It could be. So I'll, just, I'll give you all, that. All I'm saying is don't don't write it off immediately it could because because be. think about what's going on in the world right now with all the police shit yeah. and George Floyd. I mean, there's that's like the most pressure that any anyone can feel right. is basically them pushing this shit, and you have the Supreme Court but doing. I think exactly in the gun what it's world, meant to do. I think in the gun world, though, unfinished frames or receivers are even seen by most people as unnecessary or well, why do we need that. They're kind of viewed as like a sacrificial lamb, so to speak. But the problem, sure. But I, the whole, but at the end of the day, it comes down to constitutional rights. It doesn't right. come down to what you think is unnecessary. Right. It, at the end of the day, is it a firearm? Yes or no. So why is it being regulated right. in such a way? And I think that's going to be there's. I, I mean, there'll be lawsuits. You know? I, I, don't I hope there will be. Go. I think I it'll, there will be. I'm hoping that it would get overturned. Although my, you know, my issue, which I've spoken about with this law previously, is the name, the Scott J. Beagle Unfinished Re- Unfinished Receiver Act. Yeah, he was a teacher in the Parkland shooting at Parkland High School who died in the Parkland shooting that was killed by you know a, right. an insane person. He was from Long Island. His mother and father are very big Democratic anti-gun activists. Mm-hmm. Um, he was shot with a firearm that was technically legally purchased and wasn't uh, unfinished frame or receiver. Mm. So them putting his name on it is nothing more than just pandering. It's nothing oh, yeah. more than just 
up target your heartstrings. Oh yeah, for sure. It's for nothing sure. more than maybe his parents donating some money to some politicians allegedly to get recognition in for, to further their own cause. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck knows? I'm not saying one thing or another. Yeah. But the naming of these bills make no fucking sense. But they never have. No, I know, but that's what I'm getting at. They're they're using a tragedy to push their own agenda which has nothing to do with each other. Of course. You know. So that that's a big problem. Well, I mean, they do that all the time. What about, what was it, H.R. 1 for the People Act? Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's got nothing to do with that. Right. It, it's like, it, it would totally fuck the whole country over federalizing elections. Right. So this doesn't surprise me. This is just Democrats doing Democrat shit. Right. <laughs> I feel like that should be on the shirt. It's just Democrats <laughs> doing Democrat shit. We, we said it first. Yeah, we, we said it first. Timestamp Yeah, timestamp that. Um, oh, but that's yeah, great. so this Democrats one, doing Democrats. That's great. I want that on a bumper <laughs> sticker. But like, I don't want it to sound like I'm supporting Democrats. Yeah. You know, I just want it like, kind of like, in a you know, yeah. We gotta we, we gotta, gotta think, think about, about that. that. Yeah, we, we gotta work on that. Oh one. man, that's great. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this law is probably gonna be signed, and basically, it just oh, and then we talked about being a licensed gunsmith. So you can only possess these if you're a licensed gunsmith, but you know, yeah, you can't become a licensed gunsmith unless you meet certain criteria, and right? Or whatever. Um, so that's that one. It it it's yeah. probably going to be signed into law. Right. And then we have S fourteen A, the Jose Webster Untraceable F- uh, Firearms Act. Right. So we spoke about this when it it first hit. Um, this also passed the Senate and the Assembly. Um, and basically, I'm just scrolling down here. It criminalizes the sale of ghost guns and requires gunsmiths to register and serialize firearms, rifles, shotguns, and unfinished frames or receivers they assemble. So it's kind of similar to the other law, except that if this, like, let's just say somebody completes a, quote, ghost gun. Let's just say somebody manufactures a gun at home and then sells it. So the other law specifically referred to unfinished frames or receivers. This law spe- specifically says unserialized firearms. So, um, but this one now requires a gunsmith to register and serialize firearms, rifles, and shotguns, and unfinished frames or receivers that they assemble. Again, Jose Webster was a kid, from what I remember, he was walking, I think it was in the Bronx or Brooklyn, one of the two. I'm not sure. He was walking with his girlfriend, young kid, I think it was like 14 or 15, real tragic, and he was, you know, shot in, in, uh, you know, I think it was a gang kind of thing. Yeah. And he was shot and killed. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, was he like gang affiliated or was it random know. and accidental? Like an, not accidental. Maybe it was but... wrong place, wrong time. When we yeah. read the article a while ago, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it didn't really say. Right? No, it didn't really say. They just said he was walking late at night with his girlfriend, and he was shot. crazy man. Now, nowhere did it say the gun used was a ghost gun. Nowhere did it say that he was involved in selling ghost guns. So again, they named these these laws after tragic events that have nothing to do with what they're trying to push. Did you happen to? Speaking of gun control measures, did you hear what uh, Joe Biden said about um, gun control <coughs> recently? What specifically about the F-15s and the nukes and uh, yeah, about how he's going <laughs> to nuke people? He's going to nuke American citizens. He who said, like... <laughs> you know, he said that in order to take on the government, you need F-15s and nukes. Well, so that's what he said. He's like, you know, yeah. all these people who think they're going to take on the government, you need F-15s and nukes, which implies that the government also will use F-15s and nukes right. to... Against you. Right. And you know what, man? Like... Which, by the way, is the whole fucking point. That's the whole point of having the Second Amendment right. is to do... Is to not allow Democrats to do Democrat shit. Right. Like... <laughs> Like nuke the shit out of civilians. Write that fucking down. <laughs> Democrats doing Democrat stop, shit. Stop screaming. Oh, it's fucking great. Um, I love that. I want that on a fucking shirt. Don't let Democrats do Democrat shit. <laughs> that's that's what you yeah. need to write down. Don't let Democrats do Democrat shit. That's the name of this episode, and I feel like that should be the the new name of our podcast if we ever no. rebrand. <laughs> Don't let Democrats do Democrat shit. Um, yeah, sorry, we're we're a little nuts. Um, <laughs> but that no, a, Joe Biden. Joe Biden fails to understand the concept of an armed population fending off governments, an armed population, you know, resisting tyranny. Yeah, it happens all over the world throughout history. I mean, if one of the most one of the I know this might be a little unpopular opinion here, but one of the biggest things that I took away from kind of learning a bit about the Vietnam War or Vietnam conflict, however you decide to do it, is that. You know, an, an indigenous population, indigenous meaning the people from that land, yeah. not not any sort of derogatory way. So we're indigenous to America. So, I mean, well, technically I'm not Native American, but you know what I mean. Um, you know, an indigenous population fending <laughs> off. Just digging yourself into oh, it. Whatever. We all know what you mean. Yeah. A, a population of people 
fending off a bigger, even foreign threat. Um, and you know what? The U.S. lost a lot of fucking people. It was a really senseless war to get into. And we had F4 fighters and we had all this and we had napalm and we had this, but did, we didn't win. You know, we really didn't. It wasn't some sort of victory. It wasn't, you know, we were just dumping money, losing men and fucking up that part of the world. Right. Unpopular opinion here, but, you know, I'm not knocking the people that went over there and fought, that got drafted, that had to go over there and fight. And, you know, that's what that's what happened. But it wasn't worth it, in my opinion. And the Vietnamese really fucking fought back. The same with the right. Taliban right. in Afghanistan. We're still over there. Yeah. You know, we're, we're fighting people fucking in caves with, with AK-47s. And yet we're the fucking U.S. military. How, you know, how are we not, quote, winning? Right. And here's the whole thing, like, Biden is like, oh, nukes, nukes, nukes. But we're not over there nuking no, every single God little no. town. You know what I mean? So, like, God I mean, no. sure, if we went over there and we just nuked every square mile of the fucking country, yeah, I'm pretty sure we would win. And we can stand there and be like, yeah, we did it. I don't but, think that the nuclear bomb will ever be used again. Hopefully not. And you know what? I, I forget who I was talking about this with recently. I think I was at work because we were talking about like this. It's too quote. much work afterward to deal with it. Like yeah. we, when we nuked Japan, like we had to go over there and like rebuild. Well, we also did that after completely destroying the South. Well, after well that's the, when it was the Civil War. Well, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, we we showed the world what will happen with a nuclear bomb. And that wasn't even like the nuclear bombs like we had today. That was the atomic bomb. That was like a hydrogen bomb. Right. So that wasn't even like the nuclear bombs we have today, which are fucking 50 times more powerful. Yeah. I feel like we won't, you know, the nu- oh, I was talking to him about my father. I was talking with this about my to my father. I said the nuclear age brought about the possible destruction of the world, but it also brought about nuclear peace, meaning countries understand that we have the power to destroy the world, so let's not like get involved in some shit. You know what I mean? Back before the nuclear age, man, we had World War II, World War One, all these fucking conflicts. Countries would go to war with one another all the fucking time. Right. Now we just have these small-scale conflicts that really aren't technically wars. They're I just mean, like proxy conflicts. Right. We're fighting... Conflict, conflicts we're, and... You know, we're fighting ununiformed combatants. You know, we're fighting ISIS. They're it's, not a it's, nation. It's, they're, um, they're an idea. You know, yeah. we're fighting uh, what do they call it? Un- Unconventional warfare. Yeah, unconventional That's warfare. A, which has proxy be- basically wars. become conventional warfare. It has. <laughs> it has to some degree. But it's not like you're fighting people in uniforms. Like, you don't know right. who the civilians are right. versus, you know. The, and a lot the, of that the, started in Vietnam. Right. You know, yeah. very unconventional. Guerrilla warfare. warfare. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I, you know, I don't mean to belittle any sort of conflict or war but realistically an armed populace especially the one the size of the u.s with 300 something million people and just that same amount of firearms i mean okay if you think about the let's just say usable firearms out of that 300 something million you know maybe if you take three quarters of that as actual fighting you know firearms not like muskets or you know black powder or whatever i mean still that's a sizable thing yeah and then you have to think about will the people in the government be willing to Shoot at American people. Yeah. Will Will the American military be right. willing to walk down the street and shoot American citizens? I doubt it. I know. I know. I and, doubt it. You know, some people probably will, and most won't. I would hope. That's just my opinion. So there, Biden, there's always going to be some group of people that will do some right. weird, dumb shit like right. that. Um, but and you whole, know what? There has to be a reason. Like, there has to be a reason. Just because we own a lot of guns isn't a reason. Yeah. You know, just because... You know, and I, I, I talk about this with people all the time, but the, the, the January 6th, quote, capital insurrection, quote, unquote, Please. riot. Yeah, that there's ne- there has never been a greater attack to democracy ever in our history. Yeah, like, you know, Pearl Harbor wasn't an attack on a democracy or you know, 9-11 couldn't have possibly been as bad as a few thousand people walking into the Capitol building for an hour. You know, also, the Fuck Capitol building here. was attacked beforehand. It was bombed in the 80s. There was people who broken in and done. There things. was another thing I I did like a little I did um one of those like quick shots yeah. about it where this is not the first time that right. people have entered the Capitol building and right. protest like right. this is not the first time. And you know I I, I talked to people about it. Well, actually, I was talking to my father about it not too long ago. And you know I said that they had a problem with the government and they went and they took, took it, it to the government. government. They weren't armed. They you know I'm sure we're, he's we're angry. I'm sure he's very. Uh, you know, it's it's <laughs> I'm funny. I'm sure he has his opinions. He does. He does. And I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not going to bring a lot of that up, but we, we talk about it from time to time. And I just try to get him to see the other side of it. You know, I feel like with all this COVID pandemic, he's older, he was housebound. And, you know, I feel like he kind of bought into a lot of the, 
the the CNN propaganda type stuff. Yeah. And, you know, with all the stuff coming out about Fauci's emails saying at first, oh, only sick people need to wear a mask and, you know, oh, we, you know, all this stuff going on with the Wuhan lab thinking that there might have been a leak, you know, all this them, early them on. fucking giving money to the people who donated the right. money to. So there's a lot more to it than meets the eye. And I try to get my, I try to get people, especially my own family. Or, and, you know, I'm not one of these people that push it on you. But when I talk about it, you know, I say, well, what about this? Have you thought about this? Why is this this? Think about the underlying reasons of things. Don't just take things at face value. So the same thing with history, the same thing with politics, the same thing with these laws. Like, why are they right. naming these laws after some guy, after a a, a, t- a person that was, her- you know, the, Scott Beagle, I'm not going to obviously badmouth him. He died protecting children from, from gunfire. Like, right. that's right. a heroic act. And yep. I'm, I'm not going to belittle him. I think it's a belittling, I think it's doing him a disservice to put his name on this law. Yep. You know, put his name uh, on a foundation. Put mm-hmm. I think there is a foundation. But, you know, put his name on a, on a statue or something like you know, but him putting putting his name on this law is not honoring his memory because it has nothing to do with one another. Right. So that's just that's just my opinion on it. Yeah, I mean, like everything else, <clears throat> there's just they do things for a certain reason and it's right. to tug at your heartstrings, as yes. they say. And you know, yes. Now the now the last bill I wanted to bring up was something I actually just found out about recently. Um, S sixty five. Yeah. So Senate Bill S sixty five. Now this is interesting. It's in the Senate Committee of Codes Committee. That's the current status. It's It was uh, sponsored by Roxanne J. Persaud of the 19th Senate District. Guess what her political affiliation is? Couldn't possibly be Democrat doing Democrat shit right now. You are correct. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um, it res- uh. So Senate Bill S-65 restricts the sale of ammunition to only individuals authorized to possess such weapon. Now, so, when, I, when I first read this... Yeah. I had a misconception of they're going to know if you want to buy 308 or 556 or you know if you have a gun that shoots that. Yeah, Taylor was when he first read it he was just like, "Okay, so if you don't have a gun that shoots 9mm, you're not allowed to buy that ammo." Right. But that's not really how it reads. It reads that if you're not authorized to own that gun. So if you're a prohibited possessor essentially, you're not allowed to buy any ammunition because you're not allowed to own any firearm. Right. So this is what they're trying to do, which is similar to what they were trying to do in the Safe Act but ultimately didn't get funded. So the summary of this bill it restricts the sale of ammunition to only individuals authorized to possess such weapons and creates the, quote, no gun database under the Division of Criminal Justice Services. So basically what this does is it it wants to create a... a, a, a remember the, how in the SAFE Act they wanted to create a background check? They wanted to piggyback off the FFL 4473 background check to buy ammunition, mm, and, right, the, and the right. government was like, no. Right. And then it never the got federal, funded. The federal, yeah, the federal government, government said no. And then it never got funded. Right. So what they're trying to do now is create it within the the state department of um, right, but it's cr- not, justice criminal justice. But it's services. not really a nix check. It's more of like, um, are you a prohibited? I, it's like the same thing, but it's not right. It, it, so what they want to do is load all the known prohibited possessors of firearms right. into a database, and then every time you go to buy ammo, you have to get your name run in this. And right. then if you're a prohibited possessor, you're not allowed to buy it. Right now. You know, yeah, it, it. I will say it's very interesting how they get creative with certain things, right? Like we, like now that we've been reading a lot of these bills, they really do get creative, especially with like the uh, what was it, with the uh, unfinished firearms right. act, like turning everybody into a gunsmith, and right. then up, oh, you're not licensed, so right. you can't, so you do, can't it. do it. They're yeah. very, very creative, and it's like you can tell that they really sat down there, like how can we fuck everybody, right? And what's the most like roundabout way where. We're not really taking people's rights, but like at the end of the day, that's what we're doing. It's yeah. uh, it's incredible how like right they, these these are really. I mean, we all we say all the time that they're idiots, but they're really they're really fucking smart well, when it comes down to doing shit like this. They're idiots in our opinion, but they're very cunning and they're right. very deceptive. Right. Um, you know, this bill, John and I were talking about it before we we went on mic, and John was saying that it won't affect us, it won't affect prohibited, it won't affect law abiding citizens, and I'm like, no, it won't right now. But I feel like any, no. I, well, okay. Because in the law, it says if you've ever had your firearms seized, or do I think that it's a necessary law? No, but do I think that it's going to ever affect like me? No, I don't. I mean, and if and you know what, if I'm a prohibited possessor, then I'm never going to have a need for ammunition anyway. Right. So. so in the it says in the justification for the bill, I'm just going to read this. It says the bill aims to prevent ammunition sales to persons not authorized to possess certain weapons. 
Regulating ammunition is often overlooked as an aspect of gun safety policy. See, they use gun safety policy, the word gun oh, safety. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Right. Guns without bullets are nothing more than blunt instruments. That's what they Cor- say in here. Correct. Yeah. And which, it's very true, so yeah. I don't know why. Currently, New York state law prohibits selling handgun ammunition handgun ammunition to persons without pistol permits. However, the law does not prohibit the purchase of rifle or shotgun rounds by, quote, unauthorized person. In New York City, despite requiring permits for shotgun and rifle ownership, those without the permits can purchase shotgun and rifle ammo, excuse me, uninhibited. This bill would be similar to the restrictions placed on handgun ammunition purchases in that if you are authorized to own the weapon, you may purchase its corresponding ammunition. Most parts of the state outside of New York City have no restriction on who can own, purchase shotguns and rifles. So by default, anyone not explicitly prohibited from owning a firearm can purchase the firearm without with, and corresponding ammunition. Right. So, you know, my thing is, like, if John were to go to a gun shop and he were to want to buy a box of nine mil, some gun shops say, all right, you know, state law says yada, yada, let me see your pistol permit. He shows him permit. You know, nine whatever. millimeter wouldn't even be a factor in that because. Well, I've had, you know. I, I've had people tell me, like, they go to Walmart. Walmart's policy is you have to show a pistol permit in order to buy any pistol caliber, regardless of if you're going to use it in a pistol caliber carbine. Just because like you rifle. can, right. Right. Yeah, but that's Walmart. I've never experienced but, that anywhere else. Right, but some gun shops, technically, by the way this, this bill says, it's already law that in order to possess handgun ammunition, you need to show that you have a handgun permit. Right. So, you know... They're trying to basically. This is where I think it's going to go with this. They're oh, in order. Well, you know, in order to purchase rifle ammunition, do you have rifles? Are you well? You know, you're not a prohibited possessor, but what do you need rifle ammunition but that's for? Not, but that's not the way it's written at all. I know, but this is where I think it can go. And this, and then the next paragraph, it says, um, <clears throat> uh, the bill would also direct the New York State Division of Criminal Justice Services to assemble a master database of all people in the state whom had their firearms seized or their rights to possess a firearm suspended. You know, it sure. doesn't so, say that who've had, the, you know, who who are prohibited possessors. Like, you know, people could have their firearms seized and then return to them. Correct. You know? So, so then you would hopefully be taken off that list. Hopefully. hopefully. Correct. And this hopefully. Is, and this was like, remember that? that yes, I uh, do. I do remember. Yeah. And that voluntary list that I, if you want I do, to. I do remember. Right. And and the whole thing is they don't want you to have the ammo for the guns that you don't have, basically. Well, I mean, what businesses have it, you know. And, and I agree with you 100%. Right. And this is what I'm getting uh, But I at. also think on the scale of laws that they could push, this ain't that bad. On on my, you know, on the scale of it. It's not, um, it's not the I'm most not, outrageous I'm thing. I'm not saying that means we should let it get passed. Right. But I'm just saying on the scale of the bullshit that they want to do, this is kind of low. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's unnecessary. I think it's just a way for them to start regulating who can buy what and getting people's names in well, a list. I think... That's just my opinion. You know, I don't know about you, but for me, like, I don't want prohibited possessors to have firearms. No, right? me neither. So this is another way to, to check against that. But you know what? They say that if a firearm without ammunition is a blunt instrument, then what's ammunition without a firearm? You, you know, said it backwards, but yeah, I know. What whatever. You, mean. you know what I mean? So one cannot be without the other. And like I said before, Mike, before we were on the microphone, it, it reminds me of that Chris Rock bit. You know, if every bullet costs $5,000, you think twice about shooting somebody. Right. You know, he's like, fuck gun control. We need bullet control. Right. And that's ultimately what they're doing. Oh, yeah. we can't, you know, they, but, they but, even said it. What's a what's a gun yes. without bullets? A but at the instrument. same time, this is bullet control against prohibited possessors. Yes, they for just, now. They just want to rope everything in to, you know, saying, okay, well, you know what? You can't own a firearm, so there's no need for you to have, you know. Right. I get it. But it's 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 almost like saying, well, you don't have hand like you, you, you know, your hands were amputated, so you don't need a fork in your house. So we're going to ban you from having forks. Right. It makes no sense because in theory, if you can't own the firearm anyway, then what's the point of having this check against your against I just that? I just think that it, it could open the door to more government overreach involving the ownership of your firearms. Sure. You know, for example, oh, well, we need so you're a prohibited possessor. But what about all the people that? Do own firearms? How do we know if they have a five five six or a seven six two by thirty nine? Well, or I can see them being like, "Oh, you," because uh, oh, I'm assuming each one of these checks is going to be tracked. I would imagine so. Yeah. Every time you buy ammo, yeah. so every time you buy like two two three, they're going to be like, "Oh, well, that guy has an AR." Right. That's the immediate thing that they're going to think. Right. You know. So you know the, the it, it's just another way to purchase to track again. Yeah. What you're doing. Yeah. I, that's 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 just my thing, man. I, I mean, mean that it's so. 
this could lead the way to like a soft registry. It could be. Yeah. yeah. So like, they know you got if you're buying 308, if you're buying 22, if you're there's buying there's only so many guns. Yeah. Right. It's not like nine millimeter where you can put it in a dozen different guns. It's like right. there's very specific. If you're buying two two three, it's only a few guns you could really put. Right. That in, yeah. Right. So. Again, so that's, you know, I think it's just more unnecessary government intrusion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, they're regulating things that honestly shouldn't be regulated. And like you said, you know, we don't want prohibited possessors to have guns or ammunition. But if the law works the way they should, then prohibited then possessors should. shouldn't have guns. Right. So them buying ammunition is a moot point. So yeah. they're here. They're recognizing. This, this, this is a redundant law. It's right. a redundant law. Right. Except for the background shit that they can end up doing with it. Right. Soft, you know, soft registries. Saying, right. Like putting right. you in categories saying that, oh, you've oh, you've bought 223 in the past. You know, right. where's your... Oh, and then you say, oh, well, I don't have it anymore. Oh, you, you don't have that gun anymore. Right. Well, where is it? Why didn't you do it? Yeah. Right. It reminds so. me of that scene from uh, Glorious Bastards when um, Christoph Waltz goes into the, the farmer's house and he's like, so, you... You do this, this, and this, and you know they're they're under the floorboards, aren't they? You know, <laughs> and th- it reminds me of that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, right. the 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 soft, nice investigation, right? The one that kind of takes you off, but you just still feel really weary about. Yeah, it gives of you the fucking yeah. creeps. Right, right, right. That's just you know what I think of it. Right, honestly. So, um, lastly, I want to talk about this. I wrote this down before, like when we were talking. Yeah. Um, the Jerry's firearm update. Oh yeah. So last I heard, um, he was. They were both charged criminally. Um, they were released um, with bail. I'm yeah, sure. with bail. On bail. And um, basically, it relates to the selling of they, other type firearms. Yeah. So this one uh, Delta Level Defense uh, other type firearm, which the company honestly Delta Level Defense, they actually stepped up and they've been really supportive from what I've seen. They said to owners like, which. Ultimately, you couldn't do. They're like, oh, send us your gun. We'll hold on to it for safe storage, this, this, and this. But then people are saying, like, the, the, the county's saying that you can't modify, remove from the state because it's technically evidence yeah. so basically, investigation or whatever. The, the, and we posted it, but they the Suffolk County Police Department sent right. a letter, essentially, right. saying that you're, you're basically in violation of the SAFE Act and you have to turn this gun in immediately. Right. Or you're going to be charged with a... A crime, uh, a crime. Yeah. which this is now this is interesting, right? Because we're always talk about how there's no there's no um, database, right. there's no registry yet. Right. Now these people all are getting letters. So right, because they, they went into the correct. band books with the ATF correct. and they know who so, purchased what. So at what? the end of the day, there basically is a registry out there. Right. Like, so um, right. that's that's another that's a whole another can of worms. They're pretty much now proving that if they wanted to, they can find every single firearm in the country, essentially. Like, yeah. Anything that was bought by a, you know, by an FFL. Right. So. Yeah. Especially in this state, because everything's right. got to go through an FFL now. So. Right. So, you know, they sent these letters out to people, and people were like, what the fuck do I do? And then certain law yeah, firms... You, you get a lawyer immediately. Well, yeah, certain law yeah. firms were like, contact us, don't do anything, you know, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, um, from what I see, they're still in business. Um, they have not shut down. Um, no, but they had one of their licenses removed, correct? Well, they had their... I think it was the state dealer's license removed, so they okay. can't sell handguns or quote-unquote assault weapons. I think they can only do compliant firearms. Right. Um, you know, and some people were like, you know, fuck him. He gets what he deserves. Look, we bash uh, yeah. the guy a lot. Sure. And I've said in the past that he was really one of the only people that were selling um, guns that maybe were Gr- right up to the line. Gray area. Yeah, like Chris Vector, Steyer yeah. AUG, stuff like that that he said were compliant. He took a risk and he took a chance. Yeah. Now, the state, I, I will give him the credit in saying that the state is so ambiguous with the laws that, right. you know, what one what one FFL thinks is okay, the state says no. And it's not even the state. It's a county. Right. So the county says it's illegal. Suffolk County says right. it's illegal. Yeah. But the state has not weighed in on it yet. Correct. So a county well, this saying will, this it's will illegal. Be the, this will be the deciding factor case. So I think that if he does go to court with this, which, you know, I'm hoping he does, uh, but I don't know what's going to happen. You know, yeah. if he goes to you court know, and then they decide that it's unconstitutional or I'm gonna tell you right now, my man, if they give him a sweet plea deal, yeah, he'll take sweet. It. He's going to take it. Oh, and, yeah. the, and the and Suffolk County will use that as the basis that right. it's not legal. I think that nine. I think he had nine felonies. Charged <laughs> yeah, against it was him. something like that. And I'm like, holy Crazy shit. shit. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, it does. And listen, the guy, I don't like his business practices, yeah. but when I, I did interact with him, he was a nice guy. Yep. Um, I'm not gonna badmouth him personally. Yep. I just don't agree with his business and practices. In our last episode, um, which our um, our Podbean like uh, uploads them to 
to uh, YouTube every once yeah. in a while. We had a lot. Of I comments. got I got a lot of hate for saying I would not donate to his cause, and fuck you, I'm still not going to donate to his cause. Yeah. Um, because I really just I just don't think that it warrants my money. Well, we don't know. He's even what he's the... gotten a lot of money from yeah. really ripping people off. Yeah, and that's it. So you know, you, we don't even know what money. the quote cause is yet. Like we don't know if he's going to court. We don't know yeah. if he's settling out. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't even seen like a GoFundMe for him or anything. Have no, you? No, yeah, I haven't. Good. You know, it, it just kind of sucks because on, on one end, you really want to help people that are being fucking railroaded by the state. Sure. And when it comes to gun rights. Sure. And then on the other side, you're like, well, he was price gouging sure. and ripping people off. Yep. So, I yep. mean, that's yep. why I say mm-hmm. I don't agree with his business practices. Yep. As a person, he was very nice to me. You know, we, we you know, the government goes after gas stations that price gouge. Why aren't they going after gun shops that price gouge? Be- you know, know what I mean? Like, th- this, this, I. I mean, I don't want to say he got what he deserves. I don't think anyone really deserves no. to be charged with nine felonies no. unless they actually unless break they the actually law. I mean, this guy at the end of the day broke a law that is not really written, <laughs> right? Know? And that's why so I, that's why I'm kind of. But I still I'm not donating. Well, that's my why money I'm kind of conflicted because it's like if the law was clear and he broke it, that's one thing as a federal firearms license ho- licensee holder, right? Right. But the state, the way they do the laws, are so ambiguous and they don't determine well, this, a ruling. This is and... they're they're creating case law. That's what's going on here. That, well, that, so that's. So we shall see. Yeah, Jerry's you need to create some case law for us and we'll see what happens. Basically. I was reading so. on like like some some Reddit posts and whatever that like, you know, um, oh, just watch. He's going to be like the savior of the state and get the safe act repealed. <laughs> he's definitely not going to get the safe act repealed, but, you know, they'll it solidify. Be, it would be yeah. funny, man. I'm not, you know, like you were talking about, like the state Supreme Court not taking up that other case. Right. Like, you know, I'd be I, I think this has more of a merit to go into the state Supreme Court than a lot of other cases. Yeah. In all honesty, because but it's not going to result in the repeal of the safe act. It's going to result in the solidification of the other firearm. Mm. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be. Is this legal? Or is this not legal? And honestly, it's getting tried in this state. It's probably going to be determined to be illegal. You'd be surprised, man. Um, you know, that's a I mean, court we, case. We've, we've talked about the other firearms and how we've kind of determined that it does lean a little bit more to the illegal side. Technically. <laughs> you know, so I could see where a reasonable person would be like, well, yeah, that's clearly going to be illegal. Well, now with the whole federal law on pistol braces, right, which these other firearms do use, yeah. if, the, if the federal government determines them to be stocks, then yeah. technically these other firearms in New York, unless you take the brace off and just run a buffer tube or a right. cheek rest, you know, right. a lot of them with the with the braces will be considered SBRs, which are then definitely right. in the state. Right. Yeah. So the government, man, there's so much there's so much stuff going on now. Democrats doing Democrat shit. Um, Don't let Democrats do Democrat shit. That I want is that on a bumper title. sticker. That's the I title. I want that. Maybe we can get those. In. Oh, God, I want that. That's so going to be a long bumper sticker. My <laughs> yeah, a window <laughs> no, sticker. Yeah. Um, That's you know, cool. we, we should look we into that. We need to that. Google this to we're gonna, see We're going to go into it. Yeah, we need to Google this to see if it's already a, a thing. It probably but, is. Probably, but, but we could do it anyway. Yeah. Who cares? I, um, Just give them away. That's yeah. fucking great. Yeah. But, you know, the government is doing a lot of stuff um, the, with the whole brace thing now and the, you know, the comments on the ATF's uh, proposed rule change, which... You know, I don't get how the ATF can make rule changes when they're technically a law enforcement agency. They're not a, a law making agency. It's going to be they'll figure out a way just like when they did the Obamacare, basically the Obamacare like um, fee for uh, yeah. the, the punishment fee yeah. for and the state and the Supreme Court just ruled that Obamacare is constitutional. Well, yeah, mm. Yeah. They repealed well, the penalty for it, but they ruled that... Well, the argument was that the penalty was the reason why it should be repealed. Right. Because if there's no penalty, then there's no need for the law. But then, you know, the Supreme Court, in the interest of, of making... Uh, in the interest of keeping... They call it, like, in the interest of having the court basically make the, the full decision themselves, because they had, like, the majority. Mm-hmm. It was, like, I think, like, like seven out of nine yeah. or whatever it yeah. was. So they were, like, in, in order to protect that, that the whole court agrees they're going to do it. They're going to re- keep it, you know, whatever it, it, it should have, it should have been repealed just based on, okay. All the Obamacare was supposed to give more people insurance. Right. And make it like easier. Right. It was and supposed all to be it, government subsidized health insurance. And all it did was add like a hundred billion dollars to the budget oh and, God. and make it more confusing and convoluted you and even get on the website not you couldn't and there are no more people today that have insurance than they did before it. right so it's the same fucking thing it just added more money that the democrats want to spend yeah it is what it is they're so, doing democrats it's a lot of, shit. <laughs> it's 
it's a lot of bullshit. It is. It is. So, um, but yeah. So yeah, they 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 uh, like I was saying. If for those of you who don't know, they had a penalty for Obamacare, and they if were you like, didn't and, have and like, insurance. Yeah, you had to pay six hundred dollars. Correct. So it was like a fine, yeah, basically. A fine. And Congress is not allowed to like make fines and make law like that. So they, but they can control tax code. Right. So they were like, okay, well, we're gonna rewrite it's part it. Of the tax. They were like, it's not, uh, it's not a fine, it's not a punishment, it's a tax. Right. And they're like, okay, and it got passed that way. That's actually how the NFA got passed. Yeah. It's it all tax code. It shit, was written yeah. into the tax code. Right. So technically, having an un- unregistered machine gun is a tax code violation. Right. You don't have a tax paid stamp. Right. On yeah, it. tax stamp. So right. it's just it's nonsense how that's how they fucking get around it. It's man. it's embarrassing, man, for the country to look to like they. I mean, it's smart for them, but I do personally believe that healthcare reform is necessary in this country. I've seen way too many people go into some serious fucking debt for problems. You know, that I think in it, America yeah. we we shouldn't have these fucking issues. I think that I'm not saying that the rest of the world has it right, but you know. Personally, in within my own family, I've seen really horrendous medical shit. Um, you know, doctors double billing insurance companies with no repercussions. Um, you know, I I think that the cost of healthcare is way too high. When I when I had my son, but there's a reason why it's way too high. There is, but I don't think, you know, why and, is, you know, for example, well, in a okay. hospital. Yep. In a hospital, when I had my son, mm-hmm. they charged my wife. I was looking over the bill. Mm-hmm. For 500, 500 Tylenol. Mm-hmm. They charge her for 500 Tylenol at $5 a pill. Mm-hmm. $500 added to the bill like that. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck is a Tylenol pill $5 in a hospital? Yep. You know what I mean? It's because the amount of Tylenol they give out for free. They have to... Su- they have. I know. But this is what I'm getting at. I think there needs to be reform, not on a government level, but... You, you know, why Why do things cost so much, the, especially the, in an open yeah, market? The whole, the whole thing is that... In the U.S., we have a like people always say like, "Oh, you can go to another country and get cheaper healthcare," like in India. Well, I'm not going to India to right. get a fucking surgery, right. where the fucking where the you know like we have a very high standard we of med- medicine here, and the problem is we also have policies in place which is you know for better or for worse whatever you whatever you think. Like if you go into New York City and you're somebody who's homeless and you get admitted to the hospital, you don't right. have to pay that no, bill. You don't. So technically, so, hospitals so who, are not profit. So who pays for that? At the end of the day, when your wife goes in to get, to have her baby, right, they all she has to pay for that. Right. So what you know, I, and I I don't think that this is necessarily there's it's a combination of things. But when people say like, oh, this is bullshit, we have our it's so hot. Well. The prices are so high. Well, yeah, but there's a reason. You have to look at the full reason. I also think that just from my own experience, um, hospitals charge, let's just say, a shitload of money for something. The insurance company pays it, no question. Then the insurance company has to raise your premiums because of the amount that they have to pay to hospitals and all these other people because the hospitals charge a lot because other people get free health care and whatever. Then people bitch and complain healthcare should be free. It's a right. Just because you say something's a right doesn't necessarily it's not, it's not, it's not even, a right. It's not a right. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. So then people bitch and complain that things are so expensive. Instead of trying to find the root cause of the problem, yeah. they'll just say, We need it free. Yeah. And then it's and but then it's it becomes not a right. Fucking free. I know. And the problem is when you do things that are government subsidized, there's a reason why people like not everywhere takes Medicare. Right. Because they pay below market value. Right. You're gonna get the shittiest fucking quality health care. Yeah. yeah, the bare bones. You think our healthcare system is bad now, which it's not at all. Like the like the standard of care is really good in our it country. Is. You is. think that the standard of care is bad now? Imagine if everything you didn't pay for a fucking thing and it's the government spending your money for some for on somebody else. That's like the worst type of spending scheme you could if do. If you want to see the private sector versus the government funded sector, if anybody ever had to look into putting somebody in a home, like a nursing home or mm. an assisted facility, go to a state funded facility, yeah, go to a private facility. Oh yeah. You'll see the difference. Oh hell yeah. And that's why I think that I don't think government should run healthcare. Absolutely. But I not. think that it should be reined in and saying, Okay, why does an X-ray here cost ten thousand dollars, but an X-ray there cost five thousand? Let's just say, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Where is the standard? Where is yeah. the, you know, you'll never be able to have a standard. I know. And this is this is this is my own disappointment. You yeah. know, it's fighting a losing battle. Yeah. But you know, I see it as insurance companies get greedy, hospitals get greedy, and ultimately everybody has. To I pay. don't think that insurance companies get greedy, man. Insu- I fucking think insurance they do. companies have among they're among one of the industries that have the thinnest margins. 
Well, so you may think you pay a lot, but that's because they're fucking they're paying out a fuck ton. Right. They're paying out insurance companies go out of business, man. They're paying out to these these hospitals and these doctors Correct. that charge a shitload of money Correct. without question. Yeah. But why the root of the problem is why do these people charge so much? Be- and because people why, are getting shit for free and it needs to be subsidized. Well, this is what I'm getting at. I think there just needs to be some oversight, some looking into of things. I don't have all the answers. Yeah, I'm I not don't a fucking. I don't know, man. I I don't. I'm know just a schmuck from Long Island. There's no way. <laughs> it, the, I mean, the the answer is we need to stop giving away shit for free. But that's never going to happen no. because you can't let someone fucking die in no, the street. No, you can't. You can't. So this is a. Ne- I think it's a necessary evil. And I and honestly, when you live in a time where you can get a job at McDonald's and get fucking health care. There's no reason why people should complain right. that I don't have health care. Right. If you don't fucking have health care at your job, go get a job. We have millions of jobs right now. Right. That we're, there's there's jobs that are open that people don't want because the Democrats do Democrat shit <laughs> and are giving people money to fucking stay home. That is some so, fucking so, social so you're, shit. So you're staying home, right. okay, getting paid off the system, and then you're going to complain, I have to pay too much to go to the hospital because I don't have health insurance. Right. Well, motherfucker, if you would just get the fucking job at McDonald's, you would fucking have health care. Right. There's like almost every single place right now, except for like small mom and pop shops, which right. which it is what it is. If you want right. to do that or not, you 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 can have health care very easily in this country. Yeah. So don't fucking complain. Go out there and get your ass to work. <laughs> Unless you have a real fucking problem, and honestly, if you make a blow a certain amount of money anyway, you're already on like Medicaid, Medicare, no matter what your age mm-hmm. is, and you pretty much have free health care. So I think being the best country in the world, we do need to help people help our own. Right. Help people that can't afford certain things or can't or need to get up off their but you know, that's off the, the floor. But that's the whole thing. Everyone's like, we need to help people who don't. Okay, well, guess what? You paying the subsidized cost to the health to right. the to the is healthcare helping. is you are yeah, helping. I know. Like that's, I know. So now you don't like it because it's costing you more money. Well, guess what? It's going to cost you more money in taxes. Yeah. And if you're the type of person who doesn't work, who can't afford the insurance because you don't have insurance, then it's you're never going to pay more taxes. Right. So you're never going to feel it. So yeah, good for good for you. Now I'm not, I don't fuck. I don't play that game, man. I, I don't play that game. So people don't like to hear that, but that's it. When you when you suckle off the teat of the fucking government, right. everybody else has you to know, pay. I'm for not you. saying you know. My opinion is like people who don't suckle off the teat, who you know, are lost their job or in between shit, need a hand. You know, that's what the 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 quote social programs are are for. Not yeah. for people to rip off, and unfortunately, Democrats do Democrat well, shit. I'll tell you right now, and man, enable it. There, if in New York State, if you if you lost your job or whatever, and you don't have health insurance, there is a way for you to get health insurance called the New York. Uh, what is it? The the, uh, the New York Exchange or something like that. Yeah, I forgot what it's called. It's New York State of Health. Yeah, New York State okay? of Health Exchange. And I'll tell you right now, it's a load of shit. So that's the government option for you. You want to see what the government could do? <laughs> that's the government option. And I know people who lean a little bit to the left who looked at it and they were like, this is really bad. Right, this is garbage. This is really bad. Yeah. So, yep, good for you. You you, you, you thought this was going to be the savior. It's fucking, it's a disaster. Yeah. It's a fucking disaster. My wife, when, before she got on my insurance, they wanted her to pay $800 for a for a catastrophe plan. That's like a Cobra plan or something like that? $800. No, it's not Cobra. It's its own plan. But uh-huh. it's. It was eight hundred dollars monthly for the bare minimum, bare bones. Okay. Okay. So exactly. So and but with the New York State of Health, they give you like if you make below a certain amount of money, they do give you a tax credit toward it. So you could end up paying nothing. Yeah. So it's not going to be good insurance though. Mm. So that's that's the government option. So. Yep. I don't agree with all that bullshit. I (laughs) I don't. I think that there's so many ways in this country. I know people who who have had no insurance who have had kids and mm-hmm. get hit with bills fifty thousand yeah. dollars and mm-hmm. they fucking um they uh contact a lot of organizations catholic right. health health services all these different and they paid the bill for them like yeah just there's so many different things it's just the lazy fucking people who are entitled who feel like everything gets get has to be given to them they don't feel like they have to earn anything right i took a fucking job where i put my life in a fucking very dangerous situation every fucking day for really good health benefits mm-hmm. And a pension. And that's what I chose to do. Right. I don't, I mean, that's what it is. You have to, eventually you have to grow up and get a fucking job and yeah. do what's best for you and your family. And you know what? And if you don't and you want to live that lifestyle to where you don't have that, then you need to understand that the there's consequences. fucking consequences. Exactly. Right. And I don't fucking, there's very few people I feel that I look at and I feel bad for. And it's not young people who are like, I can't afford my health insurance. Get a fucking job. You know, get a, a lot job. of young people have priorities that are 
you know, out of place. For example, this they'll generation pay, they'll fun. pay a cell phone bill before they get health insurance. They'll yeah, pay. That's a problem. They'll buy the new iPhone. Yeah, they and have you know what? right. They I'm have to have. Some they have like to that. have an iPhone, and right. then they complain that they don't have enough money to buy their for, to pay for their fucking health insurance. Right. Fuck you. You know, I'm guilty of that to some degree. But like John, like bringing this back now to my cell phone. Right. Rather than going out and spending a thousand dollars on a new phone, I spend a couple of hundred and have an okay phone because. Right now, a new phone isn't in the cards for me. I didn't say get a new phone. I just said don't don't repair your phone with counterfeit Mexican. No, parts. you said go out and get a new phone. You said well, go said, buy a new. I phone. said why don't you just go out and get a new phone? Well, this phone. is this is what I'm saying. It's like you know my priorities right now yeah. are a new phone, a thousand dollars, right? Right. Aren't really right. in the cards, so I okay. spent a couple of hundred to keep this going, so that way no. I could pay and buy my kid food. And I respect et cetera, et cetera. it. I, well, that's <laughs> well, you buy other things, you fuck. But that's not the point. The point is, I, I I'm okay with you getting this phone fixed, right? But it don't really work. So <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I've I've dealt with less. I've had a Nokia at one point in my life. Oh hell I've yeah, had the side dude! Plate, I had a I know? lost a phone, and my parents refused to get me a new one. So you know what they got me? I, this was obviously when I was was very young. I had lost a couple of phones, and they were like, fuck you, I'm not getting you a phone again. So I was very young. I didn't have a job. I was, yeah. like, you know, young. So they were like, so after a while, they were. I was like, can I please have a phone? So my dad was like, no problem. We'll get Suckling you a phone. off the teeth. So he goes, and he gets me, like, a track phone. Ah, like, like, you used to buy a, yeah. be able to buy a phone at 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. A track yeah. phone with, like, a card with, like, yeah. you know, 20 minutes on it. And he was just like, if you don't lose this phone, then we'll talk about getting you a real one. And I didn't, yeah. and I didn't lose that shit, dude, because that was my ticket. <laughs> Yep. Track phone. I remember that shit. Yep. Yep. Call me after seven when my minutes are free. <laughs> yeah. Or Fucking. like a or you'd have like twenty minutes and like a but like a text message would be like, you know half a minute. Would or be some like bullshit would be like, like thirty seconds. Yeah. Like, oh of it. God. I know. I know. But anyway, man, I think we're gonna wrap this episode up here. Uh as usual we get pretty spirited about shit, but um, you know, for everybody who's listening, you know, thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for standing by. Um, you know, like I said, we do get a little busy with life. Our schedules are opposite. Um, we still are very passionate about what we talk about and what we, you know, would like to see. Um, if you have thoughts and opinions, reach out to us. Um, if you have some cool guns you want to show off, reach out to us. Post them on our Facebook page. Um, we don't and, censor people. And if you think this generation should just shut up, get up, and get a job to pay for the things that they want and not just suckle off the teeth of the government, let me know. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this generation's fucked, man. Like, the generation coming up right after us is really, they're in trouble, man. I feel like we're, like, the last good generation. I mean, I'm, well, yeah, some well, of the, us. Well, the last generation yeah. thought that, too. Yeah. Our parents thought that. They, Our know, parents man. probably really are the last great generation. Probably. Yeah, I'd say so. You know. <laughs> if you still have fucking values, then you're still yeah. okay. Like, yeah. you and me. And still got values in this, man. I know. Hopefully, I could raise my son right. He better not. Oh, my God. He's going to be a liberal. Ugh. Ugh. I feel bad. Why for would you. you insult me like that? He already does liberal shit. Like what? Crawl around on the floor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cry like a fucking baby. <laughs> he actually doesn't cry a lot, but that's another thing. But anyway, we'll end this oh, here. We'll end this here because right, so, we'll get into a whole other. All topic. right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. We'll see you next time, which hopefully will be next week. Right. Uh, we're we're gonna really try to uh, just scoot yeah. it in on one of my days off since this asshole now works fucking hours that don't just tell your boss you can't come in ever <laughs> and but you still want to continue to get paid. yeah i mean that's, that's just democrat shit yeah <laughs> exactly democrat shit. guys right. thanks for uh for tuning in and as always stay safe